You're home of the Pens and the best Pens coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh and iHeart Radio Station. Well, well, well. Jim Rutherford, the Penguins general manager, he's done it again. He pulled it off. Derek Broussard is now a Penguin. The guy you wanted, I wanted, everybody wanted. Derek Broussard is now a Penguin. The Penguins send this year's first-round pick, goalie prospect Philip Gustafson, and defenseman Ian Cole to Ottawa, and Derek Broussard comes the other way. It's a good trade, consummated just moments ago. It makes the Penguins impossible to match up against up front. It gives Kessel a legit center and allows the coach, Mike Sullivan, to protect his concept of putting Crosby, Malkin, and Kessel on three different lines. It is not a stretch to call the Penguins right now, once again, Stanley Cup favorites. This is the Mark Madden Show. You like it, you love it, you want more of it. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call. Or you can follow me on Twitter at MarkMadX. The Penguins did give up as much as I thought they might have to. I hate to see Ian Cole go. He's been a uh, faithful and well-performing servant to the cause. And he leaves with exactly what he deserves which is two Stanley Cup rings. But uh, Cole went the other way to solve the cap issue. Cole has a $2.1 million cap hit, and I'm thinking Ottawa must have picked up some of Broussard's cap. Uh, Jason Mackey of the Post-Gazette joins me at 3.30 p.m. Perhaps Mackay can shed some light. Uh, You don't need Gustafson, the goalie prospect. If you got Matt Murray, who's 23, and Tristan Jari, who's 22. That's enough young goaltending for one franchise moving forward. You hate to lose the first-round pick, but it's going to be like the 31st pick, we hope, and no better than 24th or 25th, somewhere in there. Uh, I'm not a Matt Hunwick fan, but now he can play the left side where he's better on the bottom pair with Alexiak. So there's no way to not like the trade if you're a Pittsburgh fan. Broussard becomes the best third-line center in the league. All y'all who miss the days of the HBK line, who lament not having Nick Benino, Derek Broussard is way, way better than Nick Benino is or ever was. Broussard's got 18 goals and 20 assists in 58 games this year. Broussard plays both ends hard. He's a competitor. He's a good get. I know what you're thinking. With Haglin, with Broussard, and Kessel, you got HBK all over again. Haven't you people sold enough t-shirts? I like Haggy and Horny right where they're at. Making Evgeny Malkin into a big-time goal scorer. Now, This makes Riley Shane the fourth-line center. I assume Carter Rowney now moves to right wing on the fourth line to maintain that right-handed face-off option. 
Uh, I would like to see Ryan Reeves, Reeves keep his spot in the lineup, but now he can't. He's not a penalty killer. He's not a face-off guy. Shane moves to fourth-line center, and Ronnie takes Reeves' spot. Reeves is now surplus to requirements. It wouldn't shock me if Connor Sheary uh, now goes in a lesser deal, maybe even up the cap if that's necessary, or maybe Simone goes back to Wilkes, or maybe Zach Aston reese goes back to Wilkes. If your fourth line is Shane, Ronnie, and Kuhnhockel, that's okay. Uh, Shane's proven himself. Uh, moving down a notch uh, makes him that much more valuable. Carter Ronnie, we just talked about faceoff and penalty kill. Tomas Kuhnhockel, four check faceoff and penalty kill. So that would be a decent fourth line. You got Geno Hagelin and Hornquist, Gensel, Broussard, and Kessel, but now. I would move Gensel to Sid's line and put Reese on Broussard's line, Aston Reese. And then it's Sid, Rust, and Gensel, which would be very good. But I don't know what happens to Sherry and Simone. And like I said, rather than moving to uh, Broussard's line or playing the fourth line where he's penciled in for tonight, uh, Zach Aston Reese might wind up going back to Wilkes despite four goals in eight games. Uh, Jason McKay just tweeted. He joins me at 3.30. Penguins' fourth-line options around Shane are now Rowney, Reeves, Kuthockel, Zach Aston-Reese, and Simone. Pick two. Or Sherry, if you want Zach Aston-Reese with Sid. I want Gensel and Rust with Sid. Gensel, Rust, Sid. Haglund, Hornquist, Malkin. Aston-Reese, Broussard, and Kessel. There's not really even a third line there. Those are all second or first lines. I don't know what they're thinking about with Aston Reese, though. That's going to be interesting. Uh, if he doesn't play top nine, he should go back to Wilkes. I don't see him as a fourth liner. Anyway, it's a very good trade. I want your reaction. 412-333-9939. Uh, Rutherford pulls it off time and again. He's done such an amazing job, and he is the best deal maker as GM the Penguins have ever had. I mean, Craig Patrick made some good ones too, but there were trade deadlines when Craig Patrick, especially later in his tenure, couldn't even be bothered to pick up the phone. Oh, this just in, as I suspected, this is from an Ottawa radio station. The Senators are expected to retain a portion of Broussard's remaining salary as part of the transaction. I got to tell you, given that, that's a great deal. A friggin' unbelievable deal. I mean, you didn't give up anybody better than your fifth defenseman off your current roster. You gave up a goalie prospect. You got plenty of young goaltending. You gave up a first-round pick, but that's going to be somewhere between 25th and 31st. In the draft, I'm guessing a lot. This trade took me by surprise, by the way. Going to be a lot of ad-libbing on today's show, but uh, sometimes the show is better for that. But uh, that's not a whole hell of a lot to give up for a guy who really dots the I in your lineup, who allows everything just to fall into place incredibly well. Oh, they didn't get Grabner, by the way. He went to the Devils instead uh, for a second-round pick and a defensive prospect. You know what's funny? 
When you look at what they gave up for Broussard, the deal for Grabner also was makeable. But the problem was the Rangers wanted a prospect on defense, and the Devils had one of those to give, and the Penguins did not. But my God, the, the, the three lines now, and I'm really anxious to see how they fall together. But uh, again, just an amazing trade by Rutherford, mostly because he didn't give up as much as I thought he'd have to. The trade, I was thinking, was a first-round pick, Sprong and Sherry. This, what Jim gave up, is less than I thought he might have to. Just a great trade by Jim Rutherford. I hope his wife Leslie is listening and can pass on my kudos to him. And Jim, if you want to call in, I mean, I, I mean, the, the, the hard work's done. We need to get you on the show to talk about this. But I'm, uh, I'm over the moon about this. As I said, this very possibly makes the Penguins Stanley Cup favorites again. You know where would be a good place to talk about it? Tonight at the Bridgeville Fire Hall. I have a Penn's viewing party. Benefits South at Ice Hockey. That's the Bridgeville Fire Hall tonight. Puck drops at 7.30. My buddy Francois LaRue, the former Penguin, will be there. So join me tonight at the Bridgeville Fire Hall. In other hockey news, Germany beat Canada in the Olympic men's hockey semis. Big upset there. I'm not sure who gave the pregame speech. I think it might have been David Hasselhoff. You remember the dodgeball. Okay, probably too much of a stretch for a reference there. Uh, Kuhnhockel got to own the Penguins dressing room today. Uh, Germany will play the Olympic athletes from Russia team, which isn't really the Russian team, except it is the Russian team. Probably winning the gold medal under a neutral flag and all that is just so silly. Anyway, Penguins get Broussard. Tell me what you think. Jason Mackey at 3.30, Bridgeville Volunteer Fire Department tonight. Listen to Mark Madden on the home of the Penguins, 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Yeah, the intensity and the talents. Hey, what's up, Mark? Big fan. Adults don't want kids to be funny. I'm immature, so I don't count. The X at 105.9. I want your thoughts on the Derek Broussard trade. If you're just tuning in, the Penguins got Derek Broussard from Ottawa in exchange for a number one pick this year's. Uh, Ian Cole and goalie prospect Philip Gustafson. Uh, the word is that Ottawa picked up part of Broussard's salary for the rest of the season via cap considerations. Uh, this trade makes the Penguins Stanley Cup favorites again. Now, what would your lines be? Because now, boy, it's a brave new world. Here's what my lines would be. I would have Gensel, Crosby, and Rust. Haglund, Malkin, and Hornquist, Zach Aston Reese, Derek Broussard, and Phil Kessel, Tom Kuhnhockel, Riley Sheehan, and Carter Rowney. And that leaves uh, Sherry, Simone, and Ryan Reeves out in the cold, but hey, the world needs ditch diggers too. Uh, those are my lines. I don't know what Mike Sullivan's going to do. It wouldn't shock me if Gensel stays with Broussard and Kessel. But, you know, if you have Gensel, Broussard, and Kessel, Hagland, Malkin, and Kessel, excuse me, and uh, Hornquist, 
Isn't the Sid line like the third line? With either Aston Reese or Simone and Rust? Sid needs better to play with. Sid needs Gensel. And I think if you have Broussard and Kessel on the third line, you don't need Gensel to prop that line up. Like if it would have been uh, Aston Reese, Shane, and Kessel, that's not giving Kessel enough help. You got Broussard to give Kessel help. That's enough help. Let Gensel give Sid some help. Let's go to Zach and Shaler. Zach, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Hey, Zach. Hey, I had a question. Is there anything this coach and GM can do to surprise you anymore? Uh, I'm not surprised they got Broussard. I'm surprised they gave up as little as they did to get him. But but you're right. It's amazing. Jim just pulled this one out of his hat. I I can't believe he gave up so little. I mean, Ottawa's won by a bunch of dope, so I guess I can believe it. But I remember I spoke to a GM in the league and a coach in the league around Christmas time, and they both told me, look, GMs aren't going to make trades to help the Penguins. They're tired of the Penguins winning. Well, apparently in Ottawa, they're not tired of the Penguins winning because they've just just made a major move to help the Penguins be, again, like I keep saying, Stanley Cup favorites. Let's go to Phil and Butler. Phil, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Great. Do you think uh, Rutherford felt that he was able to make this trade? I mean, losing Ian, Def- Ian Cole, who's played well, makes us a little worse on defense, but we didn't have a stellar defense last year. So, Bro, bro first off, the, you see, here, here, okay, let me stop you. You're sounding dumb. I want to keep you from sounding dumb. I love Ian Cole. Great guy. Did a great job here. Small potatoes. Your number five defenseman got scratched for three weeks. Small potatoes. Matt Hunwick isn't as good as him, but he's not that much worse than him either. Small potatoes. And last year they actually did have a stellar defense in the playoffs because a lot of guys played over their heads. Maybe Matt Hunwick will do it this year, just like Ron Hansey did last year. Okay. Good point. Fair enough. I mean, I, I know what's going to happen. They're, they're a bunch of, thank you for the call. I'm going to hang up before I use the word dolts. A lot of dolts out there going to morning and Cole going because he was a big part of two Stanley Cup winners and a very popular player, and I like him too. Small potatoes. That's how you win cups. You spot what matters, and you know what doesn't. Let's go to Justin in the car. Justin, you're on with Double M. How are you, Mark? Great. Uh, Two-part question, and I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Sad kind of to see Ian Cole go, but again, scratch for three weeks. Well, I'm sad Uh, to see Cole go on a personal level. I I think Ian's a heck of a guy, and I think he did a good job here. But, but, you know, you got to break an egg to make an omelet, and that's not much of an egg to break. Absolutely. So my question is, what do you do if you are Jim Rutherford, which none of us need to figure out what he does because he makes things happen that we can't fathom, um, with Siri, Reeves, and maybe Simone, but besides sending Simone down, and then subsequently with Cole being an unrestricted, do you think Ottawa wants to sign him, and what does he get? Uh, I think Cole's going to want to go to free agency. I think Ottawa took Cole just to make the deal happen. I think that Ottawa must really like Gustafson. Because he had a great tournament at the World Juniors for Sweden, 
And I think that was the catalyst toward making this deal work, Ottawa really liking uh, Gustafson. So I think Cole will go to free agency, and, and he would be smart to do so because he just won two cups playing a regular shift. Honestly, Cole will get more money uh, than he should in free agency. And, and God bless him. Uh, he won, so he deserves it. Winning drives the price up, no doubt about that. Winning twice drives it up even more. Uh, Greta Van Fleet tickets went on sale today, July 18th at Stage AE, and sold out in a day. It's great to see a band that young and that good get hot. It's like old times. If I interviewed those kids, which is what will effort, they're all 21 or under, I would be absolutely starstruck. And I'm this old man. They are so friggin' good. Uh, we have time for one more call. Let's go to Brett in Evans City. Brett, you're on with Double M. Good day, Mr. Madden. Right. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, another hats off to Jim Rutherford. I don't know how he keeps pulling off these trades that just end up with the Penguins shining from all the way back when he traded Stahl for Sutter and Dumoulin. You know what I think part of it is? I think part of it is Jim doesn't take no for an answer. Uh, a famous well, I, quote I think, from Mike Sullivan, Jim doesn't think there's a deal that can't be made. True, true. and But somehow he just manages to be able to find the talent which is exactly what the Penguins need at the time. you know. And I don't think I would move Ashton Reese off of Crosby's line. He's that guy in front. He's like Hornquist. Yeah, but he'd be, he'd be that guy in front on the Broussard and Kessel line, too, and Sid likes more speed to work with. Although, if they left it, Russ, Ashton Reese, and Crosby, I would have no problem. But I'm, I'm not counting out the possibility that Ashton Reese goes back to Wilkes. Don't forget, right now, before this trade got made, admittedly, but Aston Reese was on the fourth line, and Simone was on the first. Mm -hmm. Up next, from the Post-Gazette, going to be a regular guest moving forward. He covers the Penguins and the NHL for the PG. It's Jason Mackey. Mackay up next, 105.9. This is Evgeny Malkin, and you are listening to Mark Madden on 105.9 The X. If you're just tuning in, Derek Broussard is now a Pittsburgh Penguin, traded from Ottawa to Pittsburgh for a first-round pick, goalie prospect Philip Gustafson and defenseman Ian Cole. Joining me now to discuss from the Post-Gazette, he'll join us weekly from here on out, Jason Mackey. Uh, Mackay, what are your impressions of the Broussard trade? Because the Penguins gave up less than I figured they would. I agree, Mark. I agree. I, I like it. I like it a lot. I like that they were able to keep Sprong. Um, you know, at, at first blush, I don't necessarily love the given up Cole, but at the same time, we have a couple days before the deadline. I feel like they can still address it. I love what Broussard adds to the lineup. They're the deepest team in the NHL down the middle. I love Broussard's game individually and what he can bring. I'm, I'm continually amazed at how Rutherford finds a way to, to get deals done. Well, one thing Jim's excellent at is reading the league because more than ever, it's a center's league. Besides goal, it's the most important position. Jim now has the most depths at center. And this uh, allows Mike Sullivan to maintain his concept of keeping Kessel, Sid, and Geno separated, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and, and separated in a big way, too. I, I don't think this year has gone the way Jake Gensel might have wanted, but now he's going to be on a third line with Derek Broussard and Phil Kessel. I mean, he has to get going offensively, or you can you know, jump Sherry down or something like that or play Russ with Broussard. There's all kinds of 
permutations he can go through. And another thing about reading the league, Mark, that I'm really impressed with this deal by, and I, I, this deal doesn't get done without it, is just the way the Penguins have hit on goaltending. I mean, you have assets like that to deal. They're so crowded back there. You can deal Gustafson and make something like this happen. Well, right, because they got a 22-year-old Jari and a 23-year-old Murray, as good as Gustafson is, and he had a great world junior for Sweden. You really don't need the guy. Now, you tweeted a moment ago you expect Ian Cole to be dealt by Ottawa. Obviously, Cole leaving was for the cap, correct? And didn't Ottawa pick up some of Broussard's cap as well? Correct, yeah. I believe it's 18% on Broussard. I don't know what that works out to mathematically, but I do expect Ian Cole to be out of Ottawa. Um, This is all sort of like in transition right now. Like Some people are waiting for details from other people, but... Um, everything that I've been hearing, Ian Cole is not going to be um, with Ottawa for very long. He might not even get to Ottawa. Right now he's in Carolina with the Penguins, and you know I, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes right from Carolina to wherever that final destination is. Well, Makai, this just uh, breaking over Twitter, this is the first week of Ottawa's season ticket renewals for next year, and they're having the worst first week in franchise history. And really that explains a lot. I think we'll explain some other thing Ottawa does moving forward. Maybe Bob Nutting will buy them at some point. I'm not sure. Now, um, you, you mentioned the lines briefly a moment ago. Do you really think Gensel sticks with Broussard and Kessel, or do you think he jumps up with Sid and, and maybe Reese or Sherry drops the Broussard line? Because I think Sid needs more help from his wings than he's getting. Yeah, and you know what, Mark, as I said that, I kind of thought about that, too. And I think Sid ultimately wants to play with Gensel more than any of the above names, and I think that's going to carry some weight. Um, but bottom line, I think you have to just get Gensel going. Now, if that happens with Broussard, I think you tell everybody tough luck. But, um, well, to be, fair, to be fair, Mackay, Gensel does have 19 goals. He does. He does. But if you would ask Gensel right now, do you feel like you've had a very good season? He's going to tell you no. I can guarantee you that. But what I would look at doing is – experimenting a lot and I, I do like Aston Reese on that Broussard and Kessel line maybe as an element there it's just it's not quite Hornquist it's just a little bit different and I would like to see how that works with those two now uh what happens to the fourth line I'm assuming Ronnie swings the right wing to keep the right-handed face-off option available so I'm guessing uh Sherry Rowney and Kuhnhockle when Kuhnhockle's healthy uh what say you and if that is the case boy that leaves a lot of of, of guys in the press box, doesn't it? It really does. I wonder, I'm starting to get a little suspicious, Mark, if they're not going to flip Ryan Reeves or something here too to maybe create some space or, or whatever. It would make all too much sense. You know, you know Sullivan wants that right. because right, now you just option. don't need him. You don't. You don't. I mean, you are just so far and away better offensively than the other teams you're going to play, and you need the space more than you need the guy. So I it just you know I believe he's going to be a healthy scratch tonight. I just I, I would not be surprised if Reeves is gone. Well, in that vein, do you think Jim's done? Like like you said, he has too many wings. Reeves is surplus to requirements. Sherry might even be. I, I don't know if he wants to send Aston Reese back to Wilkes. There's still a lot of moving parts. Is my point. Yeah, no, I don't think he's done at all. And I even look at the defense, and it, it scares the daylights out of me if Matt Hunwick's in your top six regularly without really a left-handed option to take over that spot. Yeah, but at least uh, he'll play the left side. He will. I will give you that. It has been much better on the left than the right. But And you know the way they go this back there, too. There could be easily an injury. Uh, but, no, I don't think Jim is done. I think there's going to be a little bit more finagling. I don't know if it happens today. I do think something with the Cole trade happens today. 
But as far as, you know, Sherry or, or Reeves or even Kuhnhackle or something like that, I do think there's probably another shoe or two to drop here. We're talking to Jason Mackey, the Post-Gazette. He's brought to you by Window Nation. Get two free windows with every two you buy, plus 0% for 18 months at windownation.com. What's the dressing room reaction going to be like? Uh, I've always felt with a deal like this, it's going to be mixed because Ian Cole was a pretty popular guy and had been there through two cups, but I don't think there can help but be adrenaline and excitement about Broussard coming in. Yeah, it is going to be mixed. And the other thing that's weird with this, too, and I, from Cole's perspective and I'm sure from the players' perspective as well, nobody expected this at all. I mean, this blindsided Cole's camp. This is going to blindside the Penguins if it hasn't already when they wake up from naps. But, I, yeah, I mean, you look at it and you bring in Derek Broussard, you don't even realize, like, how that's even possible if you're a player. So, you know, I think... Well, it's, it's probably... funny because I I wanted them to do it, obviously. I think it's the best move for the team. But I just didn't see how it could get done. That that's where the surprise is. Totally, same here, Mark. I still don't. I still don't completely understand how it got done. Not even kidding. But you know, Jim finds a way, and I do think. I mean, if you're a player, think put put yourself in their shoes. How are you not psyched? It, your management, it's the, you know, 180 degrees opposite of the Pirates at this point. I mean, you are doing everything you can to make a run of the third consecutive cup. You have to respect that. How close were they to getting Grabner? And how much did Jim? making the Broussard deal a priority affect them not getting Grabner? Yeah, I, I think a lot. Um, I, I know they were you know, inquiring. I, I had heard that uh, like 10 teams were in on Grabner, so I don't, I don't think I'm going to say that they're on the inner circle. But when that thing heated up last night, I know the information I was getting was that you know if it was going to go the way it did last night for what they got for him, the Penguins would be out of that. So I don't think when it came down to it, you know, it wasn't like the Penguins or the Devils. And I also think that the Devils wanted a specific prospect that the Penguins just didn't have. Um, so it's just you mean, I, you mean I, the Rangers? The Rangers perfect. wanted a defensive prospect, correct? I'm sorry, the Ran- I said the Devils. Yes, the Rangers wanted a defensive prospect, and the Penguins just don't have that. So I, I think you know the Penguins were interested and, and would have had no problem giving up the second round pick. They just can't make the other part of it work. Who's the most likely rostered player to get traded now? Is it Reeves? Is it Sherry? Who do you think's being dangled out there by Jim? Well. I... That's a tough one, Mark. That's a tough one. I, I think those are the two options. I think Tom Kuhnhackle would be another one, but kind of imperfect right now with him being hurt. Um, I would say both of those. Um, I'm curious whether St. Louis would want Reeves back, whether they feel like there's a need for him. I mean, he has played important roles on other teams. It's just probably a Western Conference team that he would have to go to. I actually think Reeves is more of an attractive option at this point to other teams than Sherry. I mean, Sherry has shown nothing to produce other than he's winnings with Sid or skilled players and you know, I just I don't know if I would take that gamble if I'm an opposing team. So the the most likely, honestly, I would say is Reeves, but probably followed closely by Sherry. What do you think Jim's priority is now in terms of acquisition? Uh, I would say a fifth defenseman, but I, I think they like Hunwick more than we do, uh, Mackay. So I think it might be a depth defenseman who could jump in there if Hunwick uh, doesn't play as they need. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to use the Mark Strike comparison, but I think that's probably what they're they're going to get. You know, a six seven tweener, um, somebody who's obviously going to come cheap. Well, they could get better than that for Sherry or Reeves, don't you think? They could, but I, you know, money wise, you're looking at it that way, Mark. But I don't. Know, what's what's your assessment of 
Sherry's market value to other teams. That's I a good point. Teams lining up to, to get him. I get the three million, especially the way he's played for the past year. If you were making this deal a year, uh, excuse me, two years ago, you might have a chance. But but the way he played all through last year and this year, especially in the playoffs last year, he was a non-factor. Yeah, I do think his value's declined. And I'm not trying to bag on Connor Sherry here. I mean, no, me neither. Three goals in 29 games. He doesn't kill penalties. He's not great defensively, and he's only produced offense when with specific players. You know, I just if I'm an opposing GM, I say thanks, but no thanks. Now, now this is interesting. John Shannon from Sportsnet just tweeted. I just talked to someone who said of the Broussard deal. "Quote: The league hasn't weighed in on it yet. This one is a complex one." And, and Pierre LeBron reported there might be a third team involved, but I kind of assume that's when Cole gets flipped. I mean. What would there be for the league to look at? I, you got me, you got me. Unless there's more parts of it that aren't being reported at this point. I mean, what? I don't. Are we looking at like an imbalanced trade or something like that? I mean, that's shouldn't be with it. It's perfectly balanced, in my opinion. Unless there are other sort of tentacles to this thing or conditions, I'm not sure what there could be. Well, Jim wouldn't let this leak uh, unless no. <laughs> it was unless it was final, and it wouldn't be final unless Jim was sure it could work. I am not sure Jim has let anything leak, Mark. That's he a good is, point. Good point. I can I can say this now. I wouldn't say it in the moment. He has been so tight lipped with everybody about two deals now in his Penguin tenure. One was Phil Kessel. Two, Derek Broussard. Jim was not letting anybody have anything. I'm not sure the stuff you're seeing is coming from Rutherford. Now, now, just looking uh, for a moment at this weekend's games, I think they're a bit tricky. Carolina's still in the playoff chase. Even Florida is kind of in the playoff chase a little bit. They've had a, a decent run lately. But I think Hornquist coming back tonight is huge. The power play was 2-for-16 without him. I guess that speaks for itself. No, it does. It does. And I think tonight's an important one, too. Um, with the way the Carolina series has kind of gone, the Penguins have had some stinkers against them. And I think Carolina's one of those few teams that I think the matchup just maybe doesn't play as well. But having Hornquist swept back will be a huge boost. Uh, they They haven't had a game recently, Mark, where they've scored, you know, two, three games and just decidedly won it on the power play. They've only gotten one here and there. And, and the run that Murray is on right now has been tremendous. Um, Chris Letang is playing a heck of a lot better. So, I mean, just to point to a few different things in the last time they played Carolina, um, I like that. And I, Florida's been impressive, man. I was watching some of their game last night, and Trotrick winning at the end was cool. But, uh, again, they the way the Penguins are going right now, I still don't look at either one of those teams and think too much. Yeah, no, Caro killed him uh, at the beginning of the month 4 nothing. That's their only bad loss since the new year, beginning of January, I should say. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think you never know when a big trade's made because they'll go out tonight. Everybody's going to be wondering where they fit after Broussard gets there. Then again, they're playing to, to get the best fit possible, so maybe that bodes for good, uh, good effort. Not good effort, but good performance. It's always good effort but good performance tonight and tomorrow. Do you expect Broussard will be in Florida for the game? I would think so, yeah. I think tonight is obviously a little bit irrational and too close, but uh, I think he comes in tomorrow. He probably skates with the scratches or a couple people, but I you know, I think it's totally reasonable for him to play tomorrow night. Now, are the Penguins, again, Stanley Cup favorites? Does this trade do that? I think so. I mean, I look at Tampa as the only other team that they could possibly have any trouble with. And there, my one concern against Tampa at this point was depth, and to me, the Penguins have addressed that in spades. I mean, well, they're, they're and now Tampa has so good. Tampa has real matchup problems against Pittsburgh. Now, I think everybody does, 
But but Tampa's really feast or famine back there on defense, and they get the wrong guys out there against Pittsburgh's right guys. That that could that could do them dirty. Well, so many times too this season, Mark, especially lately, they've kind of talked about you know it's going to be a different person's line every night, and you kind of think, all right, well, how many times is, is Riley Shan's line really going to be the difference in a game? Now it doesn't even have to be. I mean, they just need to chip in occasionally. It's not that big of a deal. And then, I mean, there's going to be a heck of a lot of games where Derek Broussard, Phil Kessel, and whomever else is on that left side, if that's the way it's constructed or whatever. I mean, they have three top lines. That's a matchup. That, that's not just like deep, okay forwards. That is a matchup mismatch, if ever there is one. And that, to, to me, I mean, you add that with a goaltender that's rounding in a form, a bunch of experience, I think really good on the back end. Um, the Penguins really, I mean, they have no excuse right now other than just not executing. Does this put pressure on teams like Tampa and the other East contenders to go out and make a big deal now, specifically with Tampa, maybe get Eric Carlson? That's a big, that's a good point, Mark. I, I honestly, I was too busy with my head in the sand with this one, but yeah, I mean, don't you have to do something if you're Toronto, Boston, or Tampa? I mean, Pittsburgh just got a heck of a lot better. They didn't just get you know, a few ticks better. That, this is pushing your chips all the way into the middle of the table. And um, I, From the sound of it in Ottawa, I mean, obviously I don't cover the Senators, but it certainly seems like they are going to be dealing Eric Carlson. I would not be shocked if it's in season. And, I, you know, Tampa has made no bones about wanting to be that team. So I would not be shocked to see them do something bold and then have the trickle-down effect for other teams. You kind of have to do it at this point. Makai, great stuff. Have fun writing like 10 or 12 stories between now and the end of the evening, because that's how the business works. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it, man. That's Jason Mackey from the Post-Gazette, sponsored by Window Nation. Get two free windows with every two you buy, plus pay 0% for 18 months at windownation.com. If you're just tuning in, why are you just tuning in? You've missed an awful lot. Penguins get Broussard. Ottawa gets this year's first-round pick. Goaltending prospect Philip Gustafson and defenseman Ian Cole, who is going to get flipped to another team by Ottawa, it looks like. Uh, as Matt Larkin of the Hockey News just tweeted, the Penguins were the hottest team in the NHL before getting Broussard. Uh, we're going to talk about the pressure now on teams like Tampa to make a big deal. Because if I'm Tampa, before this Broussard deal, I'm thinking, you know, we could beat Pittsburgh in a best of seven. Probably should beat Pittsburgh in a best of seven. Now after they get Broussard, I'm thinking, wow, how do we match up now? Or we may be a little weak in the back. Do we not have enough depth to play against all those centers? Maybe they got to go get Eric Carlson now. Ottawa clearly is having a fire sale. Maybe they got to go get that guy. And I got to tell you, it wouldn't bother me if they did because I don't think Pittsburgh's ever had that much trouble playing against Carlson last year going down to the wire overtime in seven games, notwithstanding. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9. Now the super genius, Mark Madden. Are you speaking from the inside of an electric razor? Yeah. Luke, I am your father. The X at 105.9. Rutherford's done it again. Derek Broussard's a penguin. Goalie prospect Philip Gustafson, defenseman Ian Cole, and a first-round pick go to Ottawa. 
Ottawa likely to flip coal perhaps as soon as, well, as we speak. I spoke before about how this may lead to a domino effect with other contenders in the Eastern Conference making big trades now. And Tampa Bay, obviously, is fancied as the team to beat, although not anymore. But I look at their defensive pairings. Okay, Hedman's real good. And that's it. I mean, Sargachev's pretty good. Schuster's pretty good. Strawman and... I'm not a big fan of either Girardi or Coburn. And now, with the Penguins being able to have three great centers on three lines and divide Crosby, Balk, and a Kessel among those three lines, I don't feel like I'm going to win very many matchups. And the Lightning certainly, despite having the MVP favorite in Kucherov and guys like uh, Stamkos as well, they got like Callahan playing top six. They got uh, Chris Kunitz playing third line. Suddenly, Pittsburgh looks better than Tampa. And I'm not sure that was the case before the Penguins got Derek Broussard earlier today. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I want your reaction to the Broussard trade. I think the Penguins are once again Stanley Cup favorites. I got to say real quickly... We talked all day yesterday about the situation with Aliquippa High School football and the dismissal of their legendary coach, Mike Zematic. But now it's over. Further discussion would be pointless. The black community is going to hire a black coach, and it's not my community, and I'm not black. What happened doesn't diminish Zematic's legacy at all. It's just a sad footnote. But I can tell you this. Aliquippa High School football won't be looked at the same way ever again. Race became an issue, and Aliquippa double-crossed one of its own. A man who worked in the Aliquippa district for 54 years. It's going to be different now with Aliquippa football. And it upsets me that this Reverend Ezra Lowe got his way, the school board guy. Because if you Google him and Google his family, the guy's a career scumbag. Just a career scumbag. How the frig does a career scumbag get on the school board? Let's go to Adam in Wexford. Adam, you're on with these super genius. Hey, uh, Double M. You know, I'm pretty happy about the Bersar trade. I was really on grab because I didn't think they could get Bersar, but now that they did... Funny you mention that, Adam. Uh, I said the Penguins should target Grabner because I thought he was the guy they could get. Yeah. Uh, and, and I thought the price wouldn't be as onerous. But then they not only got Broussard a center, a great center, but they gave up far less than I thought they would have to give. As I've said the last couple days, Adam, I thought the Penguins would have to give up Sprong, Sherry, and a first-rounder to get Broussard from Ottawa. As it turns out, they gave up their fifth defenseman, a goalie prospect, that they got a ton of goalies, a first-round pick, which you knew would have to be involved. But don't forget, their first-round pick's going to be, you know, somewhere in the 20s or even 30s. So I don't think that's necessarily that big a deal. You know, and, and you can replace Cole. If it has to be Hunwick, it has to be Hunwick. Let me tell you something. 
if they don't win a third straight Stanley Cup, it won't be because they had Matt Hunwick playing third pair defense instead of Ian Cole. Let's go to Yanni in Cranberry. Yanni, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Double M, happy Friday. Yeah. Uh, I am getting ready to go. We just got back from downtown through nine weeks of chemo at the Hillman Cancer Institute, and I cannot tell you, I cannot be happier and more excited about the next nine weeks of my life because not only do we have some of the best doctors and hospitals in the country, but we have undoubtedly the best GM in the NHL and in the country. Well, now hold it. I, I hate to spoil your party, but I think Jim traded your doctor to Ottawa. It's part hey, of this deal. That's all right. You know what? Because <laughs> UPMC, we got plenty of... That's right. They got depth. They got depth at we UPMC. No question. Well, I'm kidding, of course. I'm glad to hear you're doing well. And, and yeah, I, I think it's just a, a terrific trade. And, again, I mean, Yanni, so I am shocked that Jim gave up. I don't want to say so little because I don't want to denigrate the components Pittsburgh sent back in the trade. But compared to what I thought they'd have to give up, it really is... No, so I mean, little. The, 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 the contracts we expected to give up, obviously, we're looking at Cole and Hunwick. Uh, Sherry was a possibility. Even Hagelin, you know, was, was something that was a question mark. No, I don't think Hagelin was going to go anywhere. I don't, honestly, I, mean, you know, the, I think Hagelin only has value here, Yanni. Thank you for your call. But, uh, but like I said, I thought it would be Sprong, Sherry, and a first rounder, and that Ottawa wouldn't pick up any cap. And they picked up cap. They took Cole's contract and Kept part of Broussard's. Just an amazing trade. Jim Rutherford just weaving magic every chance he gets. Uh, Pierre Dorian, the Senator's general manager, maybe Jim has pictures of him having sex with a goat. You know what? I'd say go ahead, show the pictures. It's interspecies erotica. I'm not making a bad trade. Let's go to Jeremy on 79 North. Jeremy, you're on with Double M. Good Friday afternoon, Mr. Madden. And to you. Hey, um, I I know that you said that maybe they have more faith in Matt Hunwick than we do, but do you think that they have enough faith in him that, God forbid, Brian Dumoulin or Ole Mata goes down that he can move up in the lineup? I, I think they will they, get a depth defenseman. I really do. But, but one thing, yeah. and, and I can't emphasize this enough, Hunwick is now back on his better side. I don't think he's going to be terrible, but I don't think he's going to be as bad as he was on the right. One other thing you got to give Rutherford credit for. When he makes a mistake, he'll make deals that don't exactly protect the fact that he made a mistake. Case in point, I'm not going to call the Reeves deal a mistake because I think he's come in here and done as expected. And he's only dropped, uh, the Penguins dropped uh, 20 spots in last year's draft, which no matter what some of you out there think was no big deal. But uh, now basically he's pushing Reeves out of the lineup. And like Jason Mackey said, maybe they even trade him. But Jim just wants to make the team better. Not a trace of ego with Jim Rutherford. Then again, when you played goal for the Penguins in the 70s as much as Jim did, well, that'll cut your ego right down to size. I was there. I know. Up next, the Penguins have fixed their problems. You know who else could? The Steelers. I'll tell you how in a moment. 105.9.